Okay, we are here with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Barbie Berg. This is my co-host, Steve Solberg. Hello, hello. Good hello, to see you Steve. again. Steve. Yes, you and I can hello. see each other. It's delightful. This is our producer <laughs> and giver of sage wisdom, Nick Galetti. Hello, hello. We have a guest today. Hopefully, you guys listen to his podcast. It's called Latter-day Lives. Um, all three of us have been on his show. Oh, that's right. I hadn't even right? thought about that. You Nick's were been all on there. Guests. Yeah. All three of you were guests on my show. We have all been there. Yeah, we've only done three episodes, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. We've done, uh, done almost 100 episodes, but it's been all three of you. That's so awesome. this is our guest, Sean Rapier. Yeah. And hello. I didn't know how to say his last name, so I've been practicing. That's so and then awesome. as soon as I said it, I'm like, I still don't think this is right. No, <laughs> thank you. But you know what? Wouldn't you guess, if you saw my name, R-A-P-I-E-R. And yet, I'll get people who will call up and they'll go, hello, is this Mr. Raper? <laughs> Raper. And I go, you know, even if it was R-A-P-E-R, wouldn't you guess anything else? Anything else. <laughs> Mr. Raper. <laughs> anything else, but no. So a funny Rapier. story, when I met Sean, I had just seen his stand-up bit floating around on Facebook like a month before. Mm. And so if you guys have seen the Facebook guy doing stand-up comedy talking about what was it it was like giving a talk giving the, a talk the in church, church opening the church the opening classic church yeah. opening yeah yes. i'm what they call a one-bit wonder <laughs> i'm known for that bit but it's well, really in this funny. audience maybe i just made that up That's it's really really funny it's really though. funny yeah, and so when i met sean i was like <gasps> shut up i gotta meet this guy you're that guy that one guy. <laughs> the moment in it that I love the best is when you're talking and it's all the normal flow and then out of nowhere, it's like you stop and there's like this, oh, what's happening? And it's like, oh, he's getting emotional, <laughs> which is so church. <laughs> Just to be talking and then, whoa, whoa. we're crying. <laughs> uh, what's funny about that is on YouTube, some guy made a lot of money like 10 years ago said, hey, can I post this on YouTube? I'm like, YouTube? What's YouTube? If it's not MySpace, it's going away. Um, but uh, but he he posted it and it's had like 2 million views or something like at that. Least. And, oh, yeah. At least. Oh, it's yeah, it's close to 3 million. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. a lot of views. And the comments underneath would be hilarious, hysterical. What the heck is everybody laughing at? Because it's so inside <laughs> so baseball funny. for members yes. of the church. Well, you'd even have some people offended. You shouldn't oh, take yeah. this lightly. People are doing the best they can. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it was put out by Deseret Book, owned by the church, so. I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like when Steve, so I went and saw Steve live on Saturday night, and I hadn't seen you live in a while. And I got emotional. You did. He cried through the whole No. no. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we should clarify that it, when you say see, saw Steve live, that he's a comedian, and he was yes. performing. Because you've seen him live many times. I see him live I'm all alive the time. alive every time you see me. <laughs> I saw him do his stand-up comedy live on Saturday night. But one of my favorites is I love to be in the audience because I know most of your bits really well. So right. I like to watch around, like look around and see what people love. And people really reacted to um, Open Mic Sunday. Oh, yes. And I never know how people are going to take it because he kind of makes fun of the weirdos during Fast and Testimony meeting. And it really got a good reaction this time. So that's, it's only a joke. I only do it if I'm in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll talk about the weird things that I've seen. <laughs> at, it's uh, really good. Open Mic Sunday. As I think every comedian probably who is LDS has an Open Mic Sunday joke. 
I don't, I don't know. Think so. You don't? I've yeah. never heard anything before. I think we all have a spin on people speaking of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly what I did was nothing groundbreaking, <laughs> original, <laughs> I'm sure. The introduction was my favorite. Yeah. It like, just was so good. When I, used to, when I used to do stand-up in Utah, I would take a break, and of course this is when Mormon was a sanctioned word, but I'd say, uh, <laughs> is it okay if we take a break for some Mormon humor? And I said, I'm just going to tell a couple Mormon jokes, and then we'll move on to more multi-Judeo-Christian humor again. <laughs> and I don't know why. That was my favorite part of my whole set, was telling people we were doing multi-Judeo-Christian humor. <laughs> That's that so place. funny. I'd like to turn the time over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's too... Yeah, it was, it was good. So we wanted to have Sean on today, mostly, A, because we really like him. Mm. And we've been wanting to have him on as a guest for a long time. But he also has fantastic stories to share. Yeah. I'm yeah. a fan of the show, by the way. I listen to, like, every single episode, and I just love it. Even That's though, awesome. background-wise, I'm a, also a married man. I'm, <laughs> I, I am the senior married man in the room. That's uh, true. By how much? Uh, how long have you been married, Nick? Uh, 2001. 2001 years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feels like it. No, I'm, I'm telling excited you how you said for that. that. <laughs> um since 2001, so you're 18 years? Yeah. Yeah. 18 we'll be, years we year. will be 25 years in two months. Dang. Oh, wow. Yes. 25. Does that require any special yeah. hoopla? Yeah. It's That's uh, a silver, isn't it? Silver anniversary. I uh, I believe it's zirconium is the <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> now, now it is. I'm not up on my charts. It's the plastic here. I believe it's uh, Vietnamese food. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no clue how that Shiny all works. Shiny seashells, I found. Yes, it's uh, a Costco gift card, is what it is. I have mm. twenty five dollars. We're, we're going. Year. We're going to Cancun. Uh, are you really? Yeah, we really are. We're going to Cancun for a week, and uh, I plan on napping very much. Yes. I'm an old man. Did you have how many kids? <laughs> so we have seven kids. And long story, but uh, we're we're adopting an eighth right now. You are. Wow. We're actually adopting oh, that's a, new. a nineteen year old. No. True story. It's the mentally challenged brother of one of our adopted oh. children Aww. has timed out of the system. And they mm-hmm. called us and said, he doesn't have a family. We're about to move him out on his oh. own. And we said, eh, what the heck? Wow. <laughs> Throw him in the group. So, Make an even eight. Yeah. So we'll have, we'll have eight, eight, is enough. eight kids. Yeah. So Sean and his wife have a really interesting story because they've adopted so many of their children. Yeah. yeah. So currently we have seven uh, five of whom are adopted and mm-hmm. two are biologically ours. Yeah. And so to the best of my knowledge, uh, <laughs> they look a lot like us. I was there for both of the births. So <laughs> for all intents and purposes, we're going to say that they're ours. So, uh, but, but then we have, uh, yeah, we have five adopted children, one mm-hmm. set of siblings and then two others. And this will make another set of siblings. I didn't know you could adopt a 19 year. Did you know, like, Steve, you I could adopt no me. Idea. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I know can. That. As long as you're free and clear yep. of being parented by someone else. The weird thing is they actually give you a birth certificate for the child with your name on it. So our we adopt huh. a child who's 28 right now. Yeah. My wife and I were both on our missions. <laughs> she was in Brazil and I was in Chile. <laughs> we had this birth certificate saying that we were giving birth in Nephi to this daughter. <laughs> they do that. So if you don't want to tell them they're adopted. You know. Oh. So. Really? Yeah. So. We had what? to while we were on our mission. Yeah. So, so we you, took a quick break. that's a better story. <laughs> raced back. Had a child. Went back out. Finished proselyting. <laughs> called to serve. Return with honor to your child. It was. Uh, 
Yeah, it hey, was you great. were building the kingdom, man. Yeah, apparently, single-handedly, <laughs> we take building the kingdom very seriously. <laughs> Populate, replenish. That's all we do that our good. part. So yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, we will have eight kids. So when we married twenty-five years, but so I'm out of the dating thing. For a long time, <laughs> thankfully. What if I were to say I wasn't? <laughs> I'm still shopping I around. Mean, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> this isn't going out of this room, right? This is 1850 now. <laughs> yeah, I had... Uh, so it's fun to listen to you guys. Well, thanks. Talk about dating. I had some uh, crazy dating experiences myself. Tell us. Yeah, so this is this is really interesting. This is one of those things that was just amazing. I dated a little bit through high school, you know, and... and uh, about a year and change before my mission, started dating a girl, and we were dating, uh, you know, pre-mission type. And when I was 16, before I started dating this other girl, I had a friend of mine called me up and said, hey, I'm dating this girl. I really want to go out with her tonight, but her cousin's in town. Someone's got to take out her cousin. I'm the cousin date, right? All nice. right, I'm that guy. <laughs> cool. So this girl, we're going to call her... Someone make up a name. Betty. Betty. We're going to call her Betty. No, you can't use story. that one because that's, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't Betty. We're not even close, but that's good. So so I go to take out Betty and uh, take her out on this date. This was uh, in San Jose, California, where I grew up. I took her out to the beach. We go to the Why beach. Not? That's great. It's a great date. We do date. a little dinner. Day. We go yeah. to the beach. We sit and we're talking. She's a very cute girl. Mm-hmm. Very, very cute. But we just, you know, I mean, she's 16, I'm 17, whatever. Finish the date, fine, cool. About a year later, year before my mission, I am now dating this other girl. And I get this letter in the mail. And this letter says, hey, you don't know if you remember me. I'm Betty. We went to the beach. We had dinner. And here's a photo of me. Just was thinking of you. Hope you're doing well. That's kind of nice. All right. And she's gotten cuter. Wow. bonus. Ah, bonus, yeah. Why not? Backup. Great. So I think nothing of it. I may or may not have. <laughs> I wasn't thinking back. I may or was. I was kind of thinking back. So, so I go to I go on my mission. And I go to the MTC, and I'm in the MTC, and a box arrives, and it's this box filled with candy, food, all kinds of stuff, which everybody loves in the MTC. Absolutely, yeah. And in it, there's a letter. I don't know if you remember me. My name's Betty. You took me out on a date when I was 16. I was just back in San Jose visiting. I was at a church dance. I bumped into your friend. I'll leave my friend out of this. Uh, <laughs> and I asked about you. He said you're in the MTC. So I thought I'd, you know, send you a box. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a photo. She's cuter. Yeah, good. What? Yay, bonus. How does she do this? But she know you didn't respond Glamour to her shots. last letter. That was my next question. Did you respond to the first letter? I don't know. That was 30 years ago. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. No, but I really don't remember. I'm going to guess based on my personality, I didn't, mm-hmm. but, uh, <laughs> you, you know, probably someone else. So. I probably, yeah, well, no, true. I probably wrote her a letter and then couldn't find a stamp and then gave up on it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. So, um, this was the eighties. I was at an arcade in the mall <laughs> yeah. listening to a flock of seagulls. I don't know. To pull out all your own stereotypes. So basically, um, so I get this letter and I'm like, wow, she's going to send treats. I'm going to write her back. And and granted, I told the girl that I had dated, the girl that I was dating, whatever, on a mission, you're not dating a girl. So yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I told her you should date while I'm gone. Cool. So I write her back. Just a friendly letter. How considerate of you. You send me treats. How nice. Hope you're well. Thank you. About two weeks later at the MTC still, another box of treats comes. 
with a bag of sand. She'd gone back to the what? beach where I had taken her. Okay. She went back, picked up some sand, put it in a Ziploc bag. Okay. <laughs> sent the sand. And, you know, 19-year-old me goes, ah, oh, good. That's Thanks for the nerd. Thanks. And she said that she was, she'd gone back to the beach area where we had been. Mm. And that she asked her friend to pull over and specifically had a Ziploc bag so she could get sand for me. What I'm doing with sand in the MTC, I don't know. But I didn't keep it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. But I did <laughs> enjoy the Mike and Ikes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, we start riding each other. No, mm. obviously nothing romantic. She's 16. I had only met her one time, mm-hmm. one date. Mind you, we had gone on one date. And at this point, that was more than three years ago which was one-sixth of my life at this juncture, (laughs) right? Okay, so we're riding. One day, I get a tape in the mail. Now, mind you, I was on my mission from 91 to 93. Yeah, I was going to say, even in 99, I was getting tapes. Yeah, 91 to 93, it's a lot of cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got to have two cassette, two tape players, mini, the the micro cassettes, the big ones. Yeah. I'm getting the micro cassette. And it's from Betty. I almost just said her real name. (laughs) We could edit but you wouldn't, just to be mean. Um, just for money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Betty writes, so Betty sends me this tape. Hey, Sean, just walking around campus at this point. She's at college, just walking around campus, you know, and I'm in Chile and I'm listening to this tape, but it's really fun. So I'm walking around with my companion. I got my little tape recorder. I make her a tape. Yeah, cool. Uh-oh, fun. you fed the beast. Tapes start flying back and forth with letters. I'm getting treat boxes. <laughs> it's all totally good. One day I get a tape. And all of a sudden there's this weird recording where this girl says, Hey, Sean, hi. It's Betty's roommate. Now, Betty's roommate had been on many tapes, so I knew exactly who she was. And this is when I had about... Six months or so left on my mission. She she wrote me, and now, by the way, still writing the girlfriend the entire time. Oh, yeah. Mm. That never broke off. And uh, Betty's roommate comes on and says, Hey, Sean, I just thought I'd let you know we all are excited to meet you, but you better not break Betty's heart because she will not even go out with another guy Oh, because every time a guy asks Betty out, she says... No, no, I have a missionary out in the field. Wow. Mind you, one date, (laughs) 16 years old. And I was not at all um, feeding this thing. Yeah. Well, you did did send a a, a cassette back. Lots of cassettes. Boys think they're uh, not feeding it. I think feeding it. That could be feeding (laughs) crazy. I sent tapes to many people. I'm just going to say in my defense... (laughs) Parents, aunts, uncles, everybody gets a tape. Because <laughs> you're bored. You're walking around the streets of Chile. I'm recording. So anyway, I start thinking, okay, she's gotten the wrong idea. I'm going to clarify this with a letter. Hey, Betty, I just want to be clear. And by the way, I had told her about the girlfriend I left behind. Told her clearly. Oh, okay, good. Betty, I just want to clarify, you know, uh, got the girl at home, and I think you're really nice. It'll be fun to catch up when I get back. But thanks so much for writing. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Reply comes back from Betty. No mind you, it's several weeks because it's down to Chile and back. Uh-huh. Reply comes back from Betty. Sean, that's really funny. Uh, but I know what's going to happen. I can't wait to see you. And when you see me, you'll know 
that we're meant to be together. So oh. I'm not worried at all about other girl, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is getting creepy. Okay. She's so, faithful. So girlfriend uh, goes to Europe as like a foreign exchange student. Girlfriend's not going to be home when I get home. Oh. This is a plot twist right here. What? So anyway, I send a letter to Betty, though, and I say, Betty, this has gotten a little out of hand. I need to finish my mission strong. Please don't write me again during the mission. I'm not going to write you. I'm just going to focus on the mission. And please understand, and I mean, I'm clear. Betty, I got a girlfriend, and I got to get home and see what's happening with that. Then maybe we can talk, but that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm so, so clear. Get a letter from her back. I totally understand. I am even more in love with you now because you're such a good missionary. Whoa. One day, <laughs> 16 years old, even more in love with you now. <laughs> Fine. At least it's taken care of. Finish the mission down in Chile. Parents come down to Chile to pick me up. And after about day two or three, my mom goes, hey, um, Sean, who's Betty? Oh, boy. I go, how do you know Betty? What do you mean, who's Betty? Well, she called me about, you know, a few weeks ago Ooh. and said you had invited her to your homecoming. <gasps> she is flying out from her university, which is wow. about a three-hour flight. She is flying out the day after you get home and spending the weekend at our house. <gasps> <laughs> is staying with us. And never talked to you about this. No, no, wow. not at all. In fact, she had hinted toward coming home or coming to my homecoming. And I had said, I need a little space here, right? Mm -hmm. I can't get a hold of her. There's no, now, kids, there was no digital communication back in the yeah, day. Yeah, no email. It's amazing I could meet up with wow. my parents even because to, to plan anything. Yeah. I get home, right? First night, crazy night home, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, weird being home. Next day, I have to drive out to the airport to pick up Betty. I have no, I don't know her phone number to get a hold of her, to tell her not to come. Nothing. I have, I don't know how to even get a hold of her. Drive to the airport. Now, this is pre-9-11. Walk right up to the gate. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm standing there going, what am I even doing? What is going on here? Betty gets off the plane, jumps up on me, like hugging me, grabbing me, starts crying. <laughs> crying in the middle of the airport. I can't believe it's you. I can't believe it's finally happening. And I'm going, it's not happening. Wow. What do you but think is you happening? Go? I don't understand. He why you wait a minute. What a Barbie, <laughs> call a foul on Nick. Yeah, was, he I could not I'm leave not her not go. at the airport. And her his parents were involved at this point that she was staying. He couldn't not she, go. She there was no, there's no, no way. Nick, there is no not <sighs> going to this. No. I ate the Mike and Ike's. I'm going to the airport. <laughs> that deal you was made. You were drinking the Kool-Aid when you ate the Mike and Ike's. When I, made, when I ate the Mike and Ike's, that deal was wow. set. <laughs> okay, keep so going. So she's kissing me and like hugging me and I'm going, wow. whoa, slow down, Betty. <laughs> we got to slow down. Off my mission for one day. We're driving back to my parents' house and this is the most surreal. Like I'm looking for the cameras as to how I'm being, you know, punked, wow. whatever. We drive back. There's a bunch of family at the house. This was on a, a Saturday. I'm speaking on Sunday. Mm -hmm. There are people at the house, and I'm introducing them. I'm like, this is Betty. And they're going, uh, hi. And they're looking at me like, who is she? And I'm going, I don't know. I took her out when I was 16 once. <laughs> That's all I know about this girl. And she sent me a wow. lot of boxes and stuff. 
All this craziness. So Saturday, family's <laughs> over, friends are over, and I came home to a different city than I left from, right? So I'm in a different city, not far from where I grew up, but mm-hmm. anyway, I'm there, whatever. Everybody finally leaves. Now, mind you, I'm a newly returned missionary. I don't yeah. know what my parents' problem is, but at 11 o'clock, we're all sitting there, and my dad and my, my mom go, well, we're going to bed, good night. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And she's yeah. like, Sean, can we talk? I went, oh, no. So I'm sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, she just climbs on me and says, I thought they'd never leave and starts kissing me. (gasps) I've been home one day. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, 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 no. no. I'm pushing her off of me. (laughs) Pushing her off. You're doing a Daniel at that point. (laughs) Get out. Running for your life. (laughs) The effect that pushing her off of me has is what you would expect. She starts bawling her eyes out. Yep. Why are you rejecting me? Why won't you just accept that we're meant to be together? And I had to say, Betty, this is not okay. Like, I I got a girlfriend. I know you keep hanging on to that, but God has told me you're my husband. Whoa. Suddenly it's the, this was, you know, she's practically breaking out revelations as to the seventh seal has been broken. <laughs> you know, this is all meant I'm to be. I'm starting a church on this information. Yeah, there was an iron rod and a mist of darkness, and it was it got, it got completely out of hand. And finally, I was like, I just need to go to bed. Mm. Next day, Sunday, I speak afterward, luncheon at the house, and I'm walking around just shooting the bull with people. And every time I have to introduce her, it's this weird, and she's walking over, taking my hand. I'm walking over to pick up fruit salad or something with my hands, oh. anything so it can't be held. My sister comes to me and says, um, Sean, there's a problem. Betty has locked herself in my room and is upstairs bawling. Oh, my gosh. Why is Betty bawling? I go upstairs, and <laughs> Betty is crying and says, I see the way those girls are looking at you. They need to know that you're mine. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Oh. Oh. I had to sit while I had a house full of people to welcome me home and comfort Betty. I sat there comforting her for a while, finally told her she should take a nap. I went downstairs, finished whatever. That evening we had a family dinner. I went for a long walk with Betty, her telling me all of her plans for our children and our family and everything else because I told her my plans to maybe get a job thinking about college something. Because I just got home two days ago, and maybe my girlfriend, who's coming home in a month, I should see what's going on with that. She said, you just haven't prayed about it enough. This is happening. This is going down. Oh, my god! That was Sunday. Monday morning, I drove her to the airport. She clung to me, bawling the entire time, asked me when I was flying out to see her at school. She had already told all of her friends that she may not be in school next semester because she's going to be engaged. Oh, And I finally got her on an airplane. I then called her the next day and said, Betty, this isn't happening. And I'm so sorry. At which point she wrote my mom a 10-page letter. Oi. Your mom? To my mom. Not to me. In her own blood? To my mom. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been. (laughs) Wrote my mom a 10-page letter explaining how my mom really needed to talk to me because for someone who just got home from a mission, I sure don't get it with revelation (laughs) because this was meant to be and I will probably wander lost the rest of my life. Yeah. And I never heard from Betty again. 
Mm. Whoa, wow, it took ever. that much. That was Whoa. how it all went down. Did your mom ever reply to her or anything? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, this was 27 years ago, 28 years Holy ago. There's been no, crap. like... Not you're not Nothing. Facebook friends? Oh, gosh, no. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you uh, opened a lot of doors I wouldn't have opened. I, I, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How about we don't victim shame here? <laughs> what doors did I What victim shaming. Wait, what door did I She would I not open? have been in my Excuse house. Me? I would have called the police <laughs> at <laughs> some point. Well, you I'm not no, a good person, you though. You no are soul. You yeah, have no I, th- soul. It's true. I don't. I, no, Nick, I don't buy that for a minute. I was the victim. You were. Uh, I'm not changing that. All right. This makes horrible. me laugh because I, I do this type of behavior a little bit where I... Am nice to a person that I know is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, and you only have to give an inch, just just the tiniest, the tiniest little bit, and then your whole world yep. is affected. And there's a Betty like trying to hold your hand. <laughs> I love that. You have to like explain to all your relatives and like the try to think what they're thinking like oh my gosh sean give it a second <laughs> you're like it's not what you think well, i had friends who were friends with my girlfriend too and they're going what well what about her and i'm going yeah i know right i know who's with me <laughs> and they're like none of us they don't support you what are you doing yeah because they don't know that you've been what scares me duped. Is that this is a fairly... Okay, she was quite extreme. Oh, yeah. But the behavior is fairly common. I think it's extreme because of how long it lasted. I think there's people that go to the same levels that maybe in a more condensed time. I've seen people go to missionary homecomings and stuff like yeah. that when they were not in a relationship. Yeah. But three three years? Flying out. Well, no, from the time of our... I was going to say first date, only date. Only date. <laughs> uh, to when I got home from my mission, five years. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, what I'm, that's the extreme to me. See, yeah. the other hard part is, I've, I've always kind of known this, but I've really learned this in the last year, how different men and women's brains work. So drastically different. So where you're probably writing her a letter and like, do, 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 do. She's sitting there reading every letter with eight girlfriends, dissecting where you put yeah. a comma, because that's what we do. And we're like, did he say it? Did he pause right there? Or did he pause right here? Well, if he paused here, that means this. Wow. Where the guy's like, I had to burp, and so I paused there. That's literally like... So I, I had to... <laughs> we I, get that bad. I have to admit I'm very guilty when I wrote... Um, I have a girlfriend. Please don't write me anymore and don't come to my homecoming. <laughs> I can see where that would be taken as something. <laughs> what no, he means she's definitely, is he's she's playing definitely hard crazy. to get. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I, I had her and then actually after I got home from my mission, there was a, another girl in that, you know, again, it's a, a new area. Mm-hmm. There was a girl in that area that we went on one date and that one got a little bit crazy where the weekend I took my wife home to announce to everybody that we were engaged. She showed up at the door saying she had had a dream the night before that I was going to be in town. And that, and I said, I'm here to announce my engagement to this other woman. And the girl was on the front doorstep of my mom's house crying, saying, I know, but we're supposed to be married and I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) Wow. How do you have this effect on people? 
I'm telling you, it was crazy. If it I, happens more than once, there is something. But my that, favorite. Your magnetism is too much. <laughs> yes. You're going to need to see a picture no, of you when you were on your. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because right now. I'm That's most, not what I meant. Right now, if there is one adjective that describes me, schlubby. Schlubby. <laughs> <laughs> that say, is not schlubby. what I meant. Schlubby. <laughs> But I would like to see <laughs> the aura that was Sean. I'd like to see this girl. I don't know if yes. that, that's a real word, but tell me that doesn't it's describe Sean me. Sean plus chubby. <laughs> Sean <laughs> plus loving and chubby. Ah, yes. There is a little L in there. Yes, yes. Actually, I'm striving for chubby. I'm, um, anyway, I'm on a, <laughs> I am on a workout <laughs> regimen to get to chubby. That's my goal is to be chubby. No, then there was, my favorite yeah. though, was there was another girl who, had quite a thing, and then Vanessa and I got engaged, and we had an engagement party, <laughs> and this girl hated Vanessa because she had confessed her love for me during a testimony meeting in front of our whole singles uh. board. And then this girl showed up. This is a true story. It's one of my wife's favorite stories. She showed up to our farewell party that we had at the house that I was renting with roommates. She shows up, and she's got this, like, kitchen rug with a big bow on it, you know, as a gift and she hands it and says, here's a wedding gift. And my wife turns to her and says, oh, that was so thoughtful. Thank you. And she goes, well, it's for Sean. And walked in the house. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> well, it's nice. for Sean. <laughs> and I looked at my wife like, see, I'm something. I, <laughs> you don't get You are so lucky right. that you so, snagged this man. <laughs> I had my share of crazies. And then I ended up marrying the most amazing woman on yeah. the planet. She is... Who's not crazy. Who's not crazy at all. She's, uh, she's a licensed occupational therapist working on her doctorate degree at the University of Utah. Dang. I scored big. Dang. She's, uh, yeah. She's an amazing woman. We've been married 25 years. So That's awesome. And it's because of all the crazy women, I think. My wife and I yeah? met and were married in less than five months. We were one yeah. of those. Wow. And we, uh, we hate those. We mocked those. We were not going to be those. Yeah. And then we met two weeks later. We went out on our first date. And then we were married less than four months after that. Is it, it true just, that when you know, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I hear that all the time. So we, we ended up, we went to a Sarah McLaughlin concert. Don't do that. If you, if you dislike the person, not if you do date, not go see that. Sarah McLaughlin. Not if you dislike them. So a whole group of us You'll went. either end up married or adopting animals. <laughs> <laughs> no options. Yeah, that's that's we did both. We um, <laughs> that night. Um, no, we we went to Sarah McLaughlin, and we ended up sitting next to each other. I barely knew her, and then that night, true story. It was my birthday. We all went for my birthday. She mm -hmm. and I sat together. Everybody else sat elsewhere. At the end of the night, we all went back to my house, and one by one, our friends were leaving. And I wanted more time with Vanessa. I barely knew her, so I kind of stood it. Stood by her truck just to make sure that I could keep her engaged in conversation. <laughs> At about one o'clock in the morning, we're still standing outside. This is in Riverside, California. We're talking. And I said, uh, she says, hey, can I get a drink of water? Yes. You can get a drink of water. Come in the house. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I had like seven roommates, so it was a great house. So we go inside the house. I get her a drink of water. And I said, hey, I was just going to watch a movie. You want to watch a movie with me? She says, you're going to watch a movie at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. With you, I am. That's, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> no, it wasn't even slick. It was just, uh-huh, uh -huh. I was going to watch a movie. She says, what movie were you going to watch? Now, we had a roommate who, this is VHS time, tapes. 
wall of movies, right? Nice. So at any time, I could just point to 100 movies on the wall, mm -hmm. right? He had left for a mission like two months before. I didn't know it, but that afternoon, his brother had come and had picked up all the movies. <gasps> so all oh. the movies are gone. However, my roommate Derek had had his nie niece and nephew there. <laughs> so I turned to point. There's one movie on the TV. <laughs> she says, what movie were you going to watch at one in the morning? And I literally had to go... Aladdin, The Return of Jafar. <laughs> oh, he's playing for me. Literally the only movie sitting there was Aladdin, The Return of Jafar. And straight faced, I go, Aladdin, The Return of Jafar. And she goes, at one in the morning, you were going to watch Aladdin, The Return of Jafar. Yeah. And this was the moment that men are made. I looked at her in the eyes and went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super into that. And that's one. when I knew that I had her because she said yes. And she sat down and we watched Return of Jafar and then we held hands. And then we were into Re Return of Jafar. It's like 1 30 in the morning. I got roommates getting up and down and bugging the heck out of us. But I'm sitting there <laughs> and I turned to her as the movie ends. By this time, it's probably two o'clock in the morning. I turned to her and I said, this is me being so smooth, right? And this will tell you everything you need to know about my wife and about our marriage. I turned to her and I go, so, do I get a birthday kiss? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my right? gosh. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> my wife, this is when I fell in love with her, goes, uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Your birthday's over. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> I like her Straight a lot. up. And I go, yeah, but we're out for my birthday. You know what I mean? She goes, that was dumb. You should have just asked to kiss me. It is not your birthday. I cannot give you a birthday kiss <laughs> on not your birthday. That was dumb. And I said, all right, forget it. I got to go to the bathroom. And I got up to go. And she said, Sean, I didn't say no. I just said it wasn't your birthday. Oh, wow. So I like your I wife. came back and uh, there kissed it is. her and 25 years. And <laughs> I've lost track of how many kids later. Here we are. So. <laughs> That's amazing. All that. that. And I lay awake at night thinking of how lucky I am, but what could have been if Betty and I had just... <laughs> <laughs> if you had just prayed harder. If I had just prayed harder, if I just had more faith. So many restraining orders in that future. Yes. So yeah. that's my... Wow. That's, That's my great. contribution to the dating world. I love those. Yes. I love those. Nick, do you have any stories like that of crazy girls? Of crazy... Well, if we're going on to the idea of women behaving badly... Yeah. ...not necessarily stalker, yeah, I've got one. Sure. I was, a short one, though. If you remember, fans of the show might remember the very first episode we talked about awkward kisses. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned a girl where I bumped teeth. Bumped teeth. Right? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so this is the same girl. This was doomed. But this same girl... She and I were dating. She had a kid at the time who just graduated college. Um, but she has she had a kid that was, you know, a kid. They were kind of rambunctious, but she would take her kid on our dates. And I thought this was kind of weird and whatever. And at one point, we were about ready to go in the car. And I said, why don't, you know, let's go in the car. And, and I turned around and I said to her daughter, I said, why don't you get buckled up and we'll we'll take off. And it was don't tell my kid what to do. And I was like, I'm just... What? She I'm, said that to Yeah. She said, I, I said, I'm just wanting your kid to buckle up. I didn't think I was being all that demanding. Later on that night, come to find out, she said, just so you know, I'm only dating you until this missionary <gasps> comes back from his mission. No way. Come on. And and he's coming back early. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. He's coming back after being out two months 
And he's like, yeah, so we probably ought to end this relationship. And I'm thinking, what just happened? Like, <laughs> what? That is what, bizarre, Nick. What, what, yeah, so, so we had bumped teeth like a few <laughs> dates before. And then we go on this other date. I don't know why we were even on a date at this point. She should have just told me, no, I'm not going to Free dinner for the kid. Maybe. That's probably. It. So I went from, you know, asking your kid to buckle up. How to, dare you? Yeah, how, how dare I? And then, uh, then I, I'm breaking up with you because the missionary that I was waiting for is coming home from his mission early. And so um, I'm going to give it a shot with him. And, uh, so and it's horrible. his kid anyways. No. <laughs> That's why he's coming home early. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so it was one of those it – was a, it was a good thing that we yeah. broke it off, obviously. But yeah, I would say women behaving badly in the sense that instead of just telling me, you know, this isn't working out or whatever, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. It was you – I'm fully coming out. You were a placeholder until this other guy <laughs> showed up. And the reason that our relationship isn't lasting longer is because he came home early. No, that's horrible. Wow. So, yeah. That's unacceptable. Well, I had, it's, it's pretty cruel, but, you know, whatever. I had various dates that would say to me, I just got out of a bad relationship, and I want to go out and have fun with zero romantic overtones whatsoever. So I You want to go out Friday night. <laughs> I've had that happen. Where Whoa. I just go... Yes, yes, I'm dying now to go out. <laughs> Thank you. Nothing could make me feel better about this yes. situation. No yeah. chance of romance. Awesome. I took that as a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted. Let's see where this goes. You don't think there's any chance of romance? Let me tell you about Betty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't want to brag, but I'm stalker worthy, but, uh, all right? Have you ever seen Aladdin Return to Far? I got away. <laughs> I make things happen. It's a pretty romantic movie. Yeah. It usually ends you with... You don't stand a chance. Smooches. <laughs> That's how it goes down. Yeah. Steve, yes. do you have any stories? Of crazy? Um, well, okay, let me crazy say something about... Crazy or women about, behaving badly. Anything Let me like say that. something about Steve that my roommate Kim and I were talking about after the show. And Uh-oh. Then we all went to... <laughs> We went I'm to a crazy. fire, a singles fireside last night, <laughs> mm. and it was big. Like there was what three hundred people there last night. Um, I'd say like five hundred. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. It was packed. Tons of people. So afterwards, they have refreshments. So we're like wandering through through this giant group, and we like lose Steve in the crowd. And I'm looking, and we're like, "Where is he?" And Kinzel, you know what you do. You look for all the women, and then there's Steve. Play-o. Steve has <laughs> Steve has women around him at all times. Wow, Steve. Steve. Is, Steve is oblivious I like to this. the fact. You are so oblivious to it. Yeah. You are. Because <laughs> I'm not even sure if this is true. It's so true. <laughs> Dude, it's true. Come it, on. It. What, so we're at, so the show Saturday night, before the show starts, I talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that's there. So, of course, the bouncer, we're looking for seats, and the bouncer's like, come with me. He puts us in the front row. So I'm messaging Steve. I'm like, I am so sorry. I am in the front row. Bobby's <laughs> like, a big laugher. I am such <laughs> a laugh. you're a big laugher, it's all that matters. Yeah, it was great. But it's like, I just didn't want to, like, distract him because I'm a little distracting. So there's this group of three <laughs> girls that are over on the side of the stage, and we're chatting with them a little bit. And there's two of them, and I'm like, oh, they seem nice. And then the one in the middle I talked to for like a second, and I was like, oh, you're crazy. Well, this girl proceeds to talk to Steve through his entire set. Oh, that's the worst. He handled it so good. Like, he played off of a lot of stuff. 
and all of that. But like this girl, like asked me before the show because they're like, oh, have you ever been here before? And I was like, well, I haven't been in this wise, guys. I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Steve. He's the headliner. I'm like, have you guys seen him before? And they're like, no, is he good? And I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. And the, the girl in the middle is like, well, is he single? And how much money does he make? And da da da. And is wow. he good looking? And all this stuff. And I'm like, well, he's single. And he's single and good looking. But did I mention he's a comedian? Well, I, and I go, well, he's a stand up <laughs> comedian full time. So take that for what it's worth. And yeah. I said, yes, he's very good looking. You've never heard of him. <laughs> 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 you know, there's you can connect those dots, right? Well, maybe but she, she was like dead serious, and so she's like, mm, "I can't wait to see him." And I'm just like, "Wait, wait, at her. wait, wait!" Did she really do the? Mm. Mm-hmm. Did she oh, smack she did. The lips? She did. Oh, so here's tasty. the thing: Steve and I have been joking about stuff that women can look at other women and go, "She's got crazy eyes. You got to stay away from her." And Steve's like, "That's yeah. not true." And so he was showing us. Says that a lot. I do. Girls, I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. Which probably makes it sound like. Like, Look at this girl. She's pretty cute. She's crazy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hey, I've been right about it though. Yeah. That's impressive. But anyways, this girl, I'm like crazy eyes. This chick's got crazy eyes. So she did. She like proceeded to talk with Steve through the whole set. You did so well through the whole set. Well, well, I mean, of one it. of them, I, I like sometimes I'll ask the crowd questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she was always the first to respond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes so. you open a door that you just wish you had never opened. Sometimes yeah. it's like, here's the yeah. audience participation part. Yeah. Then the next 20 minutes, not audience participation. Y'all need to shut he up. He handled yeah. it. Did so she just keep well. talking? She was so all right. Well. She actually, there was a lot of people who were a little chatty. Like I had some drunk people on mm-hmm. the front on the other side. And I said, hey, can you guys not chat anymore? And she goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said that on stage? <laughs> she said I'm, that. Wow. He had to call her out sorry. on it. <laughs> wow. She goes, I'm drunk. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Steve was what? so, like, Steve's way he works with the audience is so good. Like, the way he worked with the drunk girl was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I, I want him to feel like, I wanted to be nice to her because yeah. she wasn't being belligerent or whatever. Yeah. She was just, she was pretty gone. And it was like, okay, let's just, <laughs> <laughs> let's just take you what you're doing and stop it. And don't worry, you're fine. I'm glad you're having fun, mm-hmm. but please don't talk anymore. Because <laughs> he very easily could have been a jerk to her yeah. and totally called her out about not shutting up and being drunk. You were so nice to her. Yeah, like, you did I such so. a good job. But did the other girl come up afterward? I did was going to ask number? you. She, so you she gave number? me her card. <laughs> during the set. During, while I was on stage, which seems <laughs> crazy. First of it, all, It worked I into what clarify, they were talking about. Please tell me she's some kind of professional because when you say her card... <laughs> Right. Like it just says like Mitzi, eight oh one, five five five. Betty. No, it actually worked Betty. with the whole show because it was during his massage therapist. I was doing skit. a joke yeah. about massage therapist, and she's a massage therapist, so she oh. had to give me her card. Yeah, and her friend. I ran to. into her friend in the parking lot. I didn't tell you this, uh-uh. but her friend was like, "You need to call Megan because you guys have so much in common." And like she was like, you guys were like clicking, clicking, and I'm like, well, <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait a minute. Did she wink when she said she was a massage therapist? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that could go, like, there. there's a big difference between, hi, I'm a massage therapist, and hi, I'm a... I'm a <laughs> hello. massage therapist. Yeah, I'm a massage training. She was therapist. very into Steve. But so were half the women in the audience. She was an I get lady. it. I didn't know she was. Everybody. But that was nice. Right, so let me ask you a question, Steve. Mm. True story. Do women think you're wealthy as a comedian? Uh, not most don't. I, here's the thing: the the ones that I'm attracted to do not. <laughs> <laughs> and the one I used to find that after shows you'd be talking to people and they'd go, So what do you like do you just you guys must just make so much money doing this? And they'd they'd right. ask, like, do you what do you get ten thousand a show? And you'd go, Well, there are a hundred people here. <laughs> How much did you pay? They paid ten dollars a piece. <laughs> the guy pays rent, you know, like yeah, yeah, I found that that people think, you know some people uh, but yeah, it's not that common. I think, I think it with the internet, like younger kids will think you're more famous than you are, or whatever, because they're like, I saw you on YouTube. Well, you have the, the whole dry bar thing. <laughs> yeah, though. you had the dry bar deal. stuff. Yeah, and I think I forget that stuff is out there. Like I, even on the tour, I'm mm. on the dry bar tour, and I'll be traveling around to these other cities, and these people are showing up for that, but I forget. That they've seen me before. Do you find that more women pay attention to you in Utah or out on tour? Oh, I don't know. It's uh, probably anywhere because he, as soon as he gets on stage, I think every girl like falls in love with him a little bit. But I, it, I think if you're good looking and you're on stage and mm-hmm. you're so funny, you kind of got the whole yeah. the whole thing. There is a a power to being on stage, a oh, magnetism. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a girl slip me her number. I mean, this doesn't happen that often. I think it happens to some other comics more. A girl gave me her, a note with her number and was like, I'd really love to talk to you after the show. And so I meet up with her after the show, and we're at this restaurant, and we're just talking, and she's like, hey, are you Mormon by any chance? And I said, I am. And she's like, so you don't drink? I was like, I don't. And she goes, okay, this has been fun. Nice. So I did t- two months ago, something like that. I did a mid singles conference in Arizona. Mm. Big, I mean, it was like mega regional, yeah. several hundred people there. And I was doing stand up. And so I get up there, half my set is about my wife, my kids, um, rocking the wedding ring, whole thing. And I am a middle-aged schlubby, is a, <laughs> to, to put it mildly, you know, not attractive man. And and this woman what came effort? up afterward. This woman comes up to me and she goes, so are you really married? <laughs> and I said, yeah. 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 I mean, why would I? I'm doing 40 minutes of a set. She goes, that's too bad. Mm. And then walks off. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Wow, I just got hit on at age 47. Nice. At a nice. mid-singles. <laughs> hey, Vanessa, things are going to change around here. <laughs> you better treat me better. Because I'm the mid-singles conference. I'm a hot commodity. That's right. The ladies are loving it. But I sat there going, you know, I, the entire thing is about my wife, my kids, yeah. mm-hmm. being married is like this. And then are you really married? No, never no. been. 
<laughs> no idea. Made up the whole thing. Not even a member of the church. <laughs> Not even a man. I just guessed. <laughs> I'm actually a 17-year-old Asian woman. <laughs> Nothing I said. Fooled you. Nothing I said is remotely true. But thank you for playing along. She's inside working me with controls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the schlubby 2000 robot. <laughs> this is what happens when we have professional comedians on the show. It's very entertaining. All right, well, we will go ahead and wrap it up from there. Thank you, Sean, for coming. Oh, thank you for having we me. We so appreciate it. You guys are the best. Steve, thank you for letting me constantly embarrass you, Anytime. reminding you how women yeah. think you're just the cutest thing ever. I do too, by <laughs> the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure to be. <laughs> I find you adorable. <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of yeah. schlubby is. Who's talking right now? Is Sean or the <laughs> 17-year-old? <laughs> As a 17-year-old Asian woman. <laughs> right, we will call mm. it an end there. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next show.